Washington, D.C., you're likely to get stationed there at some point in your military career. Today, I've got retired Lieutenant Colonel from the U.S. Army who calls our nation's capital home. And she's here to tell you about the pros and cons of what it was like living there during the political events of the past several years. This is the duty station, download across the nation. This is the duty station, download it, download it. This is the duty station, download it. Welcome back to the Duty Station Download, where we give you the 411 on the best that your next duty station has to offer. Today, I'm joined by Olivia Nunn, retired Lieutenant Colonel from the U.S. Army and host of the Soldier for Life podcast, where she shares information about education, employment, and health and wellness resources available to soldiers, veterans, and their families. Olivia's career as an officer in the U.S. Army has taken her to several high-profile military institutions. In this episode, we're discussing her experiences living in Washington, D.C. while she worked at the Pentagon. Hey, Olivia. Hi. Thank you so much for letting me join you. I'm honored that you're going to chat with us about your experience in Washington, D.C. You always bring such incredible insight and perspective to this conversation. Let's get started. I want to know right off the bat, what was your first impression when you found out you were going to be stationed at the Pentagon? I was excited. I know a lot of people run away from the Pentagon. They're like, no way, I don't want to go. But I was actually excited. It's the Pentagon. I just loved working at that building. And it was a joint environment. Every single force was there. And I loved it. And I enjoyed the work that I did there. I worked on the army staff and I helped write communications for some of the biggest things that were happening in the army, uh, religious accommodations. I helped write in the fact that we were going to allow women into combat roles. I helped write in wow. communications for, um, you know, transgender and all of these things that I, you know, I helped pen in parts of that communication piece. So to literally see history come alive in a five-sided building and to watch how leaders were going to bring impact and change, to me, how cool was that? Yeah, that is very cool to see history unfolding. Exactly. With your hands involved kind of on the on the practice, on the document. What are the pros and cons of living in Washington, D.C.? I know there's probably two extremes of people. Once you get the orders for Washington, D.C., you're either stoked or you're dreading it. So from your perspective, <laughs> traffic the good and the bad. <laughs> traffic is the bad part. Holy credola. I mean, I, I lived in West Point, which is, you know, 50 miles north of New York City. So I've seen New York City traffic. I think D.C. takes the icing on the cake compared to New York City traffic. It's bad. Um, and because of that, you know, you have to decide how you want to live in this area. So the things that you got to determine when you move to this area is, do you live close so that you don't have a commute? And so if you live closer, your real estate is going to be more. So the trade-off is live closer for a less of a commute, but your real estate is higher and smaller home. Or do you move farther out where you have a better school district, larger house, but now your commute is longer. And when I mean commute, you could be commuting up to two hours one way. So that means you could be spending, you know, up to four hours in a day just to go to and from work. 
So you've got to think about those things depending on are you a, you know, a two parent working household? What is the age of your children? You know, are they high schoolers where they could drive themselves to school? Are they private school? You know, are they doing sports? How big of a home do you need? All of those things become factors into where you're going to live. Are you going to slug into work? Um, slugging is uh, carpooling, but you don't know who the person is in the in in the car. Like you literally get in line and you hop into a stranger's car. It's like all these crazy rules. Um, no, are you serious? Yeah. That sounds yeah, terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I, I think it's no totally crazy. Yeah, totally look it up. Google slugging. Um, Nobody slugs. I'm this is PSA. I, I do not approve slugging. <laughs> I think it's nuts, but that's the thing here. Like that is total, like, like normal, right? Um, or you know, you metro, or you use the VRE, the Virginia Rail uh, Express. Um, you know, so I live close. I literally live just a couple miles from the Pentagon because I opted to live in a smaller house so that I didn't have to commute because my children are very young and I didn't want to do the whole drive two hours away and be so far from my children. Um, so those are the things that you have to think about when you decide to live in this area. So that's the, the drawback in terms of being in this area. But I think the positive is you literally are in DC, the monuments. Like I can literally bike to DC within 10 minutes and I can view the monument. I could stand in the shadow of the Washington Monument. I can go sit on the steps of Lincoln and just take in that view and think about what that means. You know, I can go stare at, um, at any one of the monuments and reflect upon what this history means and what this country is doing and take it all in and realize I am in the part of the country where history is being made, right? The people that are making history, that are making decisions for our country is right here. And for me, I think that is truly awe-inspiring and sometimes speechless. On that note, what's the best way to spend a day off in DC? You're talking about all of these things that give you, you know, life, they fill up your cup, it helps you feel gratitude for what you're doing there. So is there anything in particular for you on a day off in DC, you're definitely putting this on your to do list? So I think it's as an individual, like, where's your passion, right? There's so much to do. So I think you've got to decide where does your passion lie? So my passion lies in the veteran community, specifically women empowerment and veteran issues. And you cannot swing a stick in this area for uh, veteran and service related organizations that make an impact. But you know, if, if maybe it's not an organization, maybe it's just, I need to take a breather and just walk the monuments because you can, you truly can walk the monuments here and it's free. Um, or maybe it's, I want to get into politics. There's many organizations that could use your volunteer services. All right. I have spent a lot of time in DC on business trips and just being there and trying to take the most time to absorb the environment. And I've noticed it's a big foodie city. Every time I go, I'm asking the, lo the locals there, you know, what's your biggest recommendation for where I need to be eating tonight? 
What is, where is your favorite place right now to eat in DC or multiple favorite places? What are your recommendations? So there's Founding Fisher's Farmers is one that I love to go eat at. Um, it's I, I'm a steak person, so I'll go to a couple different steak places. Um, lately, I really love going to the Wharf down in DC. There's so many different restaurants down there. You can never go wrong. Uh, La Vie is um, a, med a Mediterranean place. The the view is to die for. Um, many of these places, you got to book a, a, a reservation, but I like the wharf it's just gorgeous because they did a lot of um remodeling down there and so it's just it's just gorgeous you can't go wrong if you're going to be here in the dc area and you really want to take in the views of the potomac um they run the spirit line it's like the cruise on the boat and the dinner at the same time a little on the pricey side but it's one of those like touristy things to do if you want to like get a view of the city and then if you're like into like, hey, I want to like kind of get out a little bit and maybe like throw some a uh, little bit of gambling, you can, you know, there's the MGM on in National Harbor. Uh, you can't go wrong there. And I'm a not only am a foodie, but I'm a people watcher. So if you're a people watcher person, and you want to get some laughs Saturday night at the MGM. I'm not a gambler. I don't like doing that, but I love watching people and it's hilarious to me to watch people. So if I just need a laugh, sometimes I'll go there for a couple hours uh, to laugh with people. Oh my goodness. I can't. I'm so glad you shared all of that. We're going to put that on the list in the show notes. So if you're looking for fun things to do, hit that list. If you'd like to join the conversation about what it's like living in D.C. at our nation's capital or being stationed at the Pentagon, you can write to us. The magic email address is podcast at vertforce.us. We can't wait to hear from you. If you loved this content as much as I loved creating it for you, remember to subscribe. Want to get in touch? You can reach me at podcast at vertforce.us. All content in this episode is the intellectual property of Vertforce LLC.